This is Doghouse. Sports Radio. Coming to you live. From the Doghouse. I ain't never, ever seen you act like this before. Even I don't get that at all. It's uh, John Wall to Bradley Beal after going off in a game, and it became a meme. What are you talking about? You know, Bradley Beal's got that face he makes. The Bradley Beal face. On, the one that they put on 2K where he, like, raises his shoulder on his little, <laughs> Uzi, on his little Uzi hit. I don't know, man. How you so, feeling? I'm, I'm I'm okay. You know, I got off work a little bit ago. I sold my Xbox, sold my soul to the devil. All for a Switch Lite. Yeah, Nintendo over here. Impulse decisions. You feel me? We can't play 2K anymore. I'm kind of upset. Well, we just got to wait till 2020. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to kick off this episode. Episode Deuce. Uh with our NFL picks for the week. You ready for this? Uh, yeah, just wake up in the morning and just start eating corn. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit, yeah. You like corn flakes. Episode deuce. Corn. All right, so uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday night, so that way we would be able to get in the uh, Thursday night games. So Thursday night, Chargers at Raiders. Oh, we're just jumping right into it. Yeah. Chargers and Raiders. Two teams I don't want to watch play. I'm probably not going to watch the game. Probably because actually I worked that morning, so I'll have the opportunity to watch it. But will but I you still it? won't. I mean, I might keep up with it. Like you know how you open up the um, the NFL, whatever you use, just like kind of look at it, open up the box score. You can't use NFL app anymore. They've done this stupid thing where like as soon as you like press stats, a video pops up and starts screaming. At you. <laughs> oh man. Um, Raiders and Chargers. So I was gonna say this uh, real quick. You also have five or four NBA games tomorrow night, but we'll touch on that later. So if anything, you're gonna be watching those because you got a Kimba returning home. <laughs> we have a Jerry rig set up right now where we're using some boxes to get some extra height on the table. Boxes. I don't know if you've been able to tell, but uh, the past two episodes, the audio quality, one of us sounds like we're 20 feet away. And the other one sounds like we're swallowing the mic. So we're trying to uh, compensate. Yes. <laughs> All right, so Chargers at Raiders. Uh, I'm going to take the Chargers on that one. So if I had to choose, going to my head, Chargers or Raiders? <laughs> End in a tie. I'd say just shoot me. <laughs> if, if someone, like, if I was forced to watch that game, man... I'd definitely kill myself. The Chargers are a one-point favorite, by the way. So that literally is like, hey, this is pretty much a toss-up. Well, we are talking about the greatest quarterback of all time to never win a Super Bowl. Right? To never go to a Super Bowl. He didn't even have to win. And then Derek Carr. <laughs> Car machine broke. Carr, man. Your last name's Carr, and it has two R's. Couldn't even do your last name right. That's tough. You know, he has a brother. His name's David Carr. Mm-hmm. Played in the NFL. Wasn't that good. I don't know. I'm, I guess I'll take Raiders. All right. You know, like, I, I, that's just me saying stuff, man. I, I don't know. See, here's the thing it's with – a terrible game, and especially after last week, all the crap that happened last week. It's like – it's just – it's NFL's in a very weird stage right now where it's like nobody really knows who's going to be the favorite for the Super Bowl. 
it hasn't really been like that in a long time, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, because I can't stand here, sit here right now and be like the Patriots are winning the Super Bowl. I just don't know, you know? I can't bet, bet against them. I mean, you can't bet against them, but I'm not putting money towards anything right now because nothing's set in stone. There's no team set in stone to win it all. Yeah. You know? Uh, I think watching the Chargers, the Chargers will be really interesting because of what happened last week. I want to see if that was lightning in a bottle or if they're going to actually be able to reproduce that. That was kind of hard. Lightning in a bottle. Yes, sir. Lightning in a bottle. All right, next game. Oh, you want to say something? Go ahead. No, nah, man. I'm just saying are you, that was hard. <laughs> we could trademark that, make a drink. Lightning <laughs> in a bottle. I'm sure there's an alcohol out there somewhere called lightning in a bottle. It's probably a moonshine. Lightning in a bottle. With, at least with HGH, make your hairline go bad. All right, next game we have uh, Bills at Browns, and uh, the Browns are actually a two-and-a-half-point favorite. How? <laughs> How? Bills? Yeah. I guess because they're at home. So? Honestly, anything – I would say anything under a three-point favorite Think isn't reliable. It. It's cold in Buffalo. It's cold in Cleveland. It's basically a home game for Bills. <laughs> That's accurate. Um, I don't expect anything less than the Browns to take a hot shit. Yeah, uh, did you see Baker Mayfield shaved his mustache because he said he didn't deserve it? Let's talk about something. <laughs> okay. Baker Mayfield last week during the game, while he was in that stadium, had three different types of facial hair. <laughs> what? He walked in with a beard, went to the game with a mustache, and left shaved. <laughs> How crazy that is. Man's got more and more depressed, and he said, I deserve less facial hair oh, as the game like went on. Aaron Rodgers thing. Aaron Rodgers, he can have – He the, can rock a stash. He, well, he can have the pedophile mustache because he's, a, he's he's shown that he's a good he's a great quarterback, and he always <laughs> has been a great quarterback. He deserves – if he wants to have a pedophile mustache, he can have a pedophile mustache. But lo and behold, if I go out with a pedophile mustache, <laughs> it's not accepted. And Baker Mayfield does not deserve to be able to rock a pedophile mustache. If anyone, that's Gardner Minshew's thing. Man. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew in high school bullied the shit out of some people. (laughs) I feel like he was such a piece of shit in high school, but now he's like got all this money, buying his mama a home type of ordeal. I'm going to take the Bills for this game. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills. All right. Never picking the Browns ever again. Your pen, I think, just died on me. Is still a coach in the NFL. All right, next game we got the Cardinals at the Bucks, and the Bucks are a four-point favorite. I really, 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 really like Kyle Murray. He's really good. I've watched him play a couple times. He's pretty accurate. He's fast. He makes good decisions. The only thing is he's like five foot nine. Like mm-hmm. you see the defensive lineman swat down a lot of his passes. But – um. He has the opposite problem that Cam Newton has. Cam Newton has to throw down to his receivers. Kyler Murray's throwing up to his receivers. Who'd you say they were playing? The Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers are at home. I'm going to – um, like I said, I'm never choosing with Jameis Winston. Because so <laughs> we hate Jameis Winston around here. I don't, hate, I don't hate him. I just think he's – I do. I just think – if I had to choose between 
any other quarterback in the NFL and Jameis Winston, I'd pick any other quarterback in the NFL. How about this? Would you rather have Jameis Winston or Ryan Fitzpatrick on his fifth consecutive start? <laughs> That's a matchup. <laughs> um, John.exe has stopped responding. Man, you got some some questions out here <laughs> making me think. I don't really want to spend another episode on Winston. No, yeah, he he, he's not worth he's, it. He's, he's he's not worth it. I mean, we'll see what's going on in a couple years. All right, so uh, I really like Kenyon Drake uh, on the Cardinals. He produced very well last week, and I think if he can continue that level of production, that well, they're I'm gonna pick the Cardinals because okay, I really. I mean, I, I just think they're the better team. I just they're not a good team. I mean, neither are the team. They're the more complete team. Taking Jameis Winston out of the whole ordeal, I pick Cardinals. I like Cardinals. I'm gonna take the Cardinals on that one too. Do they still have um, Chandler Jones? It's old as hell, but do they? I don't know. I think they they might they might not though. I don't know. All right, next matchup is one we can linger on for a minute. It's rivalry week, baby. Falcons at Saints. Saints have the biggest uh, point differential on the spread this week. They're 13 point favorites. Bro, I feel like you wake up in the morning and you just take a damn cob of corn and you just, you just like <laughs> shove it down your throat straight to ingestion. Drew Brees is going to take a dump on this Falcons defense. One and seven. Y'all some clowns. Rise up, dirty birds. I think the Falcons are basically after about three games in the season, they were like, you know what? Do we really trust Matt Ryan? Let's do what the Dolphins are doing. And lose every game intentionally so we can get a I don't think they're doing that, though. Honestly, oh, wait, I totally skipped a game. It's fine. We'll come back to it. Um, honestly, they've just had some super close games, and it's just come down to they've just been the worst team in every game that they've played. And that's not me being a Falcons hater. That's just – that's the facts. They've never been able to get it finished. I have a, I have a hot take. All right. Julio Jones is a top five receiver, but he is a top five worst receiver in the red zone. That's fair. He can, he just can't get it. I don't know if it's on Matt Ryan or Julio Jones, but Julio Jones can not get a touchdown pass. Yeah. It's because he gets locked up when he has no space to run. Yeah. And what happens when you lock up Julio? Who do you throw the ball to? Not Muhammad Sanu. Ridley. <laughs> uh, daggone. The, who's the the tight end? Who's the tight end? I forgot his name. He's been having Hooper. a pretty good year. Yeah, Austin no, Hooper. Hooper. Yeah, absolutely, oh, absolutely taking Saints on that one. I feel like you'd have to be an orphan child not to take the Saints. That has never seen a TV one day. In <laughs> I was life. like, what does being an orphan have to do with that? Being an orphan has to do with everything, Chris. <laughs> Have some heart. All right, Chiefs at Titans. Chiefs are the five-and-a-half-point favorites. Mom's still hurt. Oh, Titans. But listen, look, Matt Moore has been able to get it done in his absence. Titans. Titans are home. Tennessee. I still really like Ryan Tannehill. I feel like – are they undefeated without Mahomes right now still? Have they lost a game without Mahomes, with Matt Moore starting? 
I don't know. Let's look it up real quick. I don't know how long he's been out. I think he's only been out one or two games. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like they got to lose a game with yeah with Matt Moore. Like, because you know Matt Moore is going to take a shit at some point. And the Titans at home are not the same Titans as they are on the road. They're much better at home. Derrick Henry, for some reason, when they're in their in their borders, he just goes off. Derrick Henry's the most inconsistent running back in the league. Derrick That's Henry fair. one week will give you 20 yards, and then the next week will have 160 yards with a 90-yard run and three touchdowns. He's a big stank boy. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but sometimes he just don't be running that rock, man. Run that rock. Sometimes they just don't need him to produce, and they still lose games. Man, Lamar Odom was on crack. All right, I'm going to take the Titans on that one. Who you got? I'm taking the Titans. All right. Yeah, I, I think this is the game Matt Moore loses. Ravens at Bengals. Ravens are the 10-point favorite, but – NC State quarterback Ryan Finley is going to be starting this week instead of Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is the most average quarterback to ever take a step on this earth. I just can't imagine how it feels. Who was their coach, Marvin Lewis? No, he got fired last year. Before he got fired, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Marvin Lewis has never made the playoffs with the Bengals in the last, what, like 13 years he's been a coach? Mm Mm-hmm. And then two years ago, no playoff, no playoff experience at all. He hasn't made playoffs once, right? And they give him an extension two years ago. Yeah. How does that make I, any sense? I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, I understand brand loyalty and everything. Grizzlies beat the uh, Timberwolves 137-121. so bad for anybody that's a Bengals fan that has to wake up in the morning and put on an Andy Dalton jersey before a game. <laughs> Could you imagine owning an Andy Dalton jersey? <clears throat> oh my goodness, that dude is some hot bun. AJ Green is playing this week. This week. This week. Ryan Finley looks like the guy that was uh, cast to play Andy Dalton in a movie about AJ Green's life. Have you ever seen this dude? Andy Dalton looks like he would star in American Pie. You probably don't get that reference. I'm going to take the Ravens on that one. Absolutely, because you know, yeah, Hall of Fame quarterback Lamar Jackson, Michael Vick Jr. I don't know. I feel like they, <laughs> I, this is going to be my oddball pick. I think, you know, they just beat the Patriots. They're going to think they're hot shit. And I think when teams think they're hot shit, they go in and they play a bad team and they get one of their like, three losses of the year. Cause, so you're taking Bengals? Yeah, because like even last year, the Patriots, they lost, what, like three games? And all three of those games were the teams that didn't make the playoffs? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's a real stat. Stat okay. check me. I didn't write the spread for this one, but I know the Packers were uh, heavily favored. Panthers at Packers, and I struggled real hard to get that right the first time, so can I get a round of applause? You know, I watched um, Colin Cowherd today, and his, uh, cause I, always watch his, I always uh, watch his top ten hierarchy, because he's mm-hmm. the one, because, you know, you might hate Colin Cowherd, but he's probably the most I can stand as far as a person because he's, he's always a little bit more realistic in my opinion. Yeah. Like, especially like with his top tens, like you'll see like ESPN's top 10 or the NFL's top 10. So they look exactly like you thought they would look, but he goes off of week by week and not by like, okay, they lost this week. So they drop a little bit. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? He puts it as it is week per week. Like for instance, he has, uh, he's, he has, I think Carolina seven and the Packers like 10. 
which you look at records, you're like, how? Yeah. You know, but as of right now, the Panthers are probably better than the Packers. Because if you really think about it, like the, I think the Packers defense is 27th in the league now after that hot start. Yeah, they're they're not great. And their defense looks better than it is because they do have a pretty good defensive coordinator, but they don't have good personnel on defense. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he's just, I mean, he's been putting up duddy games, man. Like I've been seeing 160 yards here, 180 yards here, one touchdown, two touchdowns. I mean, I get it. This is the first time in his career where he's like, he can, don't get me wrong, defense is not great, but it's better than what they've had in the past five years. Mm -hmm. You know, his possession time and everything is much better, and he's not being asked to do as much as he always had, you know, as far as carrying the team on his back. Um, So with that being said, is this the end of prime Aaron Rodgers? I think it was the end of prime Aaron Rodgers like two years ago. I think when he broke his collarbone, that's when his prime ended. Held on to the fact because of every year it seems he throws this Hail Mary touchdown win in the playoffs. Yeah. I give him that. He's a king of Hail Marys. Good God. That dude can sling the ball upfield like 90 yards. Yeah. No problem. And, he, and uh, his number one receiver of the past five years was his name, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. That, I ain't gonna, that dude is much better than people give him credit for. He just doesn't. He does a lot that you don't see, you know. Well, it's like Demarius Tom, Tom Demarius Thomas. Yeah. When he played on the Broncos, he didn't have the best receiving stats, but a lot of people would say that Demarius Thomas was the best blocking wide receiver in the league. And what that means is, is that you can run a stretch play. Yeah. And if you can block a corner or a safety, that could be a breakout yard for the running back. You know. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Panthers on that one. Um, Packers like are at home. I, I just feel like if I pick the Panthers, they're going to lose. <laughs> you should go ahead. Because and, this is one of them games, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I'll, I'll take Carolina. All right. All right, next one, we have Rams at Steelers. The Rams are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. What happened to the Rams? Um... Jared Goff stopped playing like a MVP caliber quarterback. Did he ever play like an MVP caliber quarterback? I mean, look I at meant him. to say Super Bowl, not MVP. But I mean, just imagine your last name being Goff and being in the Super Bowl. You know, some strings had to been pulled. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and take the Steelers on that one, just for my oddball pick of the week. I mean, I'll take Rams. I, All right. I think Rams are going to win the game, but at the same time, it's just they're it's kind of they're just not living up to expectations. Yeah, it's kind of like when the Eagles came off of the uh, Super Bowl year because they got a lot of good signings. I'm yawning hard. My bad. What? Oh, I thought you said something else, dude. No, I'm good. We're going to have to end this podcast early. What? Nothing, bro. Keep it. All going. right. Uh, Giants at Jets. Giants are two and a half point favorites. Imagine having to watch that game. Imagine going to the game. Imagine having season tickets to the Redskins. Not that they have anything to do with this. Just imagine going to the game. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take Giants on no, no, that no, let's, one. Let's not even bet on the game. How many total points do you think will be scored that game? Ooh, that's interesting. Total? Yeah. Um. How many total points do you think will be scored? 
29. I just feel like I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say torn. Is that 20? 21. 21. Huh. All right, whoever's closer wins the week automatically. And if you get it dead on, the listeners have to give us a high five. All right, so next game, we got Lions at Bears. Bears are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I don't trust Mitchell Trubisky. Do we have our weekly segment on what – let's make Mitchell Trubisky a segment. <laughs> the Trubisky hour. That, oh, my. A whole hour about Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky. What is this, Chicago Sports Talk Radio? You would literally have to talk about one – was it – one of his seven yards in the first half, and you'd have to talk about like a yard every 20 minutes or something like that. That's crazy. Look at that check down pass. Literally, we would just have to analyze him. Is Mitchell Trubisky the worst quarterback in the NFL? No, because Jameis Winston's in the league. If you put Jameis Winston (laughs) on the Bears, what would be different? Two more games. But you know they'd be getting a lot more yards. Yeah. I I think I think that's a pretty good topic. I think that's a that's a good topic. I think if the Winston if, if Winston was on the Bears, you know, if if I'm the Bears right now, I'm calling the Bucks. I'm like, hey <laughs> You're taking that unknown call from Tampa Bay. Y'all want Mitchell Trubisky? Y'all want him y'all want him? We'll get you we'll take Jameis Winston right off your hands because Mitchell Trubisky's only on a rookie contract. You know, we'll take that contract right out of your hands and we'll get you Mitch Trubisky. Honestly, that's a trade I would love to see because that's great for both sides. You know, the we Buccaneers. Just, we just fixed the Buccaneers <laughs> and we fixed the Bears. <laughs> Dude, but like, think about it though. The Bears, they're getting a more reliable star now, which they need with what they have. Well, the they want to make a playoff push. They have a, I wouldn't say more reliable, they have a more efficient quarterback. And when you put Trubisky on the Bucks, you don't even start him. You just let him sit there a little <laughs> bit. You know, you try to develop him. Yeah. You don't just throw him out there and say, "Hey, we drafted you top two overall, so here are your <laughs> expectations." Now your expectations go from being drafted number two to over number two overall to getting traded for Jameis Winston. Yeah. That's Dude, a big difference. This is actually like a super legit thing. Like I would love to see this happen. Can we or, get Stephen A to talk about this? Or you trade Trubisky for Mariota. I like Winston better. I mean, I like Winston better too, but more realistically, <laughs> they'd probably be more willing to give up Mariota for Trubisky than they would be willing to get rid of Winston for Trubisky. Imagine trading Mitchell Trubisky for the entire 2015 but quarterback draft gotta, class. Then you got you basically, if you did trade Trubisky for Winston, you basically traded two first-round picks for Jameis Winston. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Both of those could have been Patrick Mahomes. It's like, who, who was Jay Cutler on before, my, uh, before uh, the Bears? I think it was, was it Denver? I don't know. I think Jay Cutler played. I thought he was drafted by the Bears. No, 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 he was not. I think Look, I haven't been a fan uh, of the league this long. I'm pretty sure he was. He, played, he was. He was drafted by Denver, and Denver 
finesse the Bears. <laughs> what did they give for him? Let's look this up. Look, I'm pretty sure he played for Denver. I think it was a trade. He might have been. He might have signed there because I know that he signed a, a big contract with the Bears. Yeah, he played for the Bears. Bears thought he was something. <laughs> Bears thought that my man was uh, what's his name from the the Broncos that went to the Texans, Osweiler. John, you want to cut it up and fill some time while I look at this? Yeah, we can um, – let's see. What could we talk about? Did you know Jay Cutler has a reality TV show? Shout out to Mr. Wilhelm, my uh, American History 2 teacher who told me that today. I had no idea until that happened. So anyway, Jay Cutler's uh, contract with the Bears – Seven years, $126 million, with $54 million guaranteed. Well, so basically, so how, much, how much was the... Okay, so basically they looked at... So they were like, all right. That's crazy. So, so they were like, okay, Cutler. Cut, they're in the office, right? We can give you $54 million guaranteed. And it's like Shark Tank. He's like, counteroffer. And they're <laughs> like, what? All of the money... But three packs of Marlboro menthol lights at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the funny thing. They signed him to that contract in 2013. His contract would still be good through the next season. I'm pretty sure they're still paying him. That's crazy. I thought like not the guaranteed yeah. money, but they're there's wait, no 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 no. They the would... NFL's different. He's not getting paid by him. It's not like the NBA. Because he retired. He, no, no, no. Because he all he did, like for instance, if they released him or traded him or whatever they did with him. He would have just got that guaranteed money. The contract wouldn't have kept going. That's why mm-hmm. players always want that guaranteed money. It's kind of like when uh, Oswaller signed that contract. Yeah. And he, what did he get, like $18 million guaranteed? A ridiculous contract. So he played for Denver for three seasons. He was drafted in 2006 in the first round. And in 2009, he was traded to the Bears where he played for eight seasons. And then he played one season with the Dolphins, where he played. Well, he was he retired, and then he came back. Yeah. He played for the Dolphins that one year. Yeah. And I think Jay Cutler's one of the most underrated quarterbacks of all time. He's the laziest quarterback well, of all time. At the same time, he's, he's a, a lot of – if you ever, like, really listen to anybody talk about him or even, like, really watch him back in the day, he was a great quarterback. He was a, he was a really good quarterback. He was chosen after Vince Young and – Lane Lanert, oh, please just drop your microphone. It's fine. It's straight, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to look up if he was traded. I think we spent way too much time on Jacob. <laughs> Whatever you're talking about, the 2019 NFL season, and it's turned into a 20 minute Jay Cutler sesh. I'm fine with that, though. You know, chances are we could probably get Jay Cutler on our show. <laughs> Just let them know that it's we're gonna have six packs of Marlboro Menthol Lights waiting for him on the desk. Wait, what? For okay, this is in the 2008 season. He was selected as the FedEx Air Air Player of the Week for his performance during weeks 10, 13, and 14. He finished third in fan voting for AFC quarterbacks in the 2009 Pro Bowl and was officially re- selected as a reserve before playing the game before the game in Hawaii. Sorry, I can't talk. Fellow pro bowlers Peyton Manning, Nick Mangold, and Chris Delman threw him in a pool, ruining his blood sugar monitor. A replacement one was found at a drugstore, and Cutler played without incident. 
Why did they throw that in at the end? Jake Cutler. <laughs> you, know, if, you know, if I could choose anybody to be on the show, famous person all time ever, like he doesn't have to do sports, <laughs> I'm not all time ever if he Jake Cutler. I mean, I think you, you... imagine having Jay Cutler right beside us? <laughs> Just smoking. You know, on, uh, I think I told you this, but on Madden, I think it was like Madden 17, me and uh, my friend Zach, we were looking at like ratings on Ultimate Team or whatever, and Jay Cutler had like 95 hit power. <laughs> yeah, you told me about that. I bet he does. I bet they were like <laughs> the real stats right there. I bet they saw him hit the hell out of somebody once. <laughs> I bet he could hit the hell out of somebody. Yeah. Jay Cutler's kind of raw. He looks like a dude you would fight Outside of a gas station. But after all of that being said. <laughs> I'm taking the Lions. Takes the Lions. So I'm going to take Mr. Seven Yards first half. I mean, I just, they got to win six games. I can't bet against them. I don't think they have to win six games. They got to. I don't think so. All right, next one, Dolphins at Colts. Colts are a ten and a half point favorite. Is it Brian Hoyer or is it? Uh, Brissette. For the Colts? Yeah. Brissette? Hoyer played last week. Did he? Yeah. That's why I'm asking. What? Is Brissette still hurt? Did he get hurt? I'm the worst analysis of all time. I didn't even know. Analysis. That's what we're calling ourselves now, by the way. I'm going to keep it 100 beans with all of you. Half the time, I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. But half of the time I do. I like to think I know what I'm talking about. And then I listen back and I'm like, wow, this guy's dumb. You know, as long as we get 69% of what we're saying right, that's a passing grade. <laughs> uh, he's, he'll play. Brissette will play. Brissette. He sprained his MCL, but he'll play. What is an MCL, Chris? It's a leg muscle. It's a leg muscle? Yeah. I knew that. You tried. Why's you tried me. Why's everything in with CL? I'm pretty sure that has something to do with the leg. What's CL stand for? Chris Long. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to take the uh, Colts on that one. I feel like you kind of have to. Me too. All right. No doubt. Next one, Vikings at Cowboys. Cowboys are three-point favorites. I think. Colin Cowherd is up onto something about the Cowboys. He ranked them three. I just don't like them, so I'm going to take the Vikings. Enough said. I I have grown as a person mentally and spiritually to the point that I can say that the Cowboys are a good team with a bad coach. Jason Garrett, I hope he gets extended just because I don't want to see them succeed. Isn't it crazy the one year Jason Witten retires, they're like a dumpster fire? (laughs) Jason Witten's back, they're a playoff team again? Here's the question. When Jason Witten re-retires, who does he coach for? Why would a tight end coach NFL team? Tight end coach? Maybe he'd be like... Then he moves up to offensive coordinator, then he moves up... Yes, absolutely. There's There's coaches coaches for every position. There's O line coaches. There's wide receiver coaches. There's tight end coaches. Yes. For, that, for, for at best two players. No, for like five. Yeah, but at, 
only two of those players are seeing any PT unless they're blocking. Well, I mean, you got to think about it. They're also dealing with the practice squad. I think tight end is probably the most unappreciated position in the NFL. Have you seen offensive linemen? I feel like people can respect offensive linemen, but I'm talking about tight ends because tight ends, like, they're, they mainly block. People just want yeah. to see him catch the ball. Gronk got a lot of love, and he, I think he kind of changed the game for tight ends. I mean, Tony Gonzalez, absolute trendsetter, but. Is Tony Gonzalez the dude, the one that, um, no, no, that's what? not him. No, that's, that you're thinking of Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> no, Tony what Gonzalez a, played for the Falcons. What a legend. All right, enough of that. <laughs> so, uh, you taking Cowboys? Hey, man, I've been a Cowboys fan since I was this tall. <laughs> I'm sorry for you. All right, your pen is inconsistent on how it wants to write. Hey, Seahawks. Seahawks at 49ers. 49ers, six-point favorites. Is this the Monday game? I believe so. That's a good game. That's a real a good, good game. game in a while. <laughs> Chris Collinsworth is going to say, now here's a guy 50 times. You, you know what I need? I need a strict podcast of Chris Broussard just making predictions. <laughs> that dude is hilarious. You know what I'm talking about? The meme? Yeah. Oh, man. He is. That's crazy when you're a sports analyst and you're more known for a meme than you are for like, <laughs> Being an analyst. I mean, it's like Wodge. Woj? Woj, Wodge. I don't give a damn. Adrian Wojanowski. Yeah, Wojanowski, whatever. Sounds like he plays for the Carolina Hurricanes. How, you know, okay, let's have a little conversation real quick. Okay. He has ruined the NBA draft. <laughs> Woj? How do you sit there and watch the NBA draft? And like, before, like three picks before every pick, he's telling you who's, who's going to <laughs> And you're like, why am I even watching this? Why? It's, it's like that. It's like a couple. It's like you're watching to see if he's a liar. It's like six years ago, when I'd watch the NBA draft, I wouldn't hop on Twitter because Woj would tweet what would happen before. I don't now use Twitter. He's on the draft, <laughs> talking. That's funny. That's. I mean, I remember watching the second round of the NBA draft when I was uh, at the beach, and. I just remember Bol Bol was on the board for so long. I was like, someone please take this man. And then the Heat picked him, and I was like, that's a great pick. And then they traded him to Denver, and I was like, y'all are stupid. Hold it down for a minute. I need some water. Do you need some water? You want me to t- – I got some water. You want to? You want me to talk about Category 5 while you're gone? Yeah, go ahead and knock that out because I ain't trying to listen to that shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm going to take the 49ers on that last game. John, who are you taking? Seahawks. He's taking the Seahawks. All right. So um just get this inconsistent pin to go in. All right, so that's the weekly NFL picks. Um for this episode uh of category five, I'm gonna be talking about how the uh Carolina Hurricanes transitioned from the Hartford Whalers to the Carolina Hurricanes. If you didn't know, the Hurricanes were an expansion team in 19, I believe it was 98. Uh, I thought you left. I was, <laughs> that was incredible. Um, I'm just going to hop on old Wikipedia real quick so I get all my facts straight because, you know, that's a reliable source. John, you got anything to add on the NHL? 
you know, I woke up this morning and um, I thought to myself, how am I going to sit through another Category 5 segment? <laughs> and then I started thinking, I should just sit there and go ghost. The Hartford Whalers were an American professional ice hockey team based for the most of its existence in Hartford, Connecticut. The club played in the World Hockey Association. You know what we should do? To make this more interesting, during Category 5, have a beat in the background and you rap everything that you're reading. From 1972 until 1979, and in the NHL from 1979 to 1997, originally based in Boston, the team joined the WHA in the league's inaugural season where it was known as the New England Whalers throughout its time in the WHA. The Whalers moved to Hartford in 1974 and joined the NHL in the NHL-WHA merger of 1979. And uh, from 1979 to the present, the Hartford Whalers became known as the Carolina Hurricanes because the market in Hartford, Connecticut was not suitable enough. And for whatever reason, Raleigh, North Carolina, was they just thought, hey, they probably like hockey. Let's just stick them down there. So um, the uh, the throwback Whalers jerseys are clean. They look so good. The franchise was formed in 1971 as the New England Whalers, which we just talked about. Clean. <laughs> um, okay. So in 1997, the Whalers moved to North Carolina. Um, they were play. Please fall out of your chair. They uh, they were really limited in their market in Hartford. And so it was the smallest American market in the league. And um, that's a vicious gulp. Are you okay? He's trying to drink as loud as possible right now. Um, the Whalers yeah. had off-ice problems as well. When they uh, there was In the 90s, there was a cap spike for player salaries, and Hartford just couldn't deal with it anymore. So um, – yeah, they sold the team and moved them to North Carolina, and that's Category 5. They've been the Carolina Hurricanes ever since. With one good run in 2006. Let's go, baby. wonder how many people hopped off just then. <laughs> if you're back with us, hello. We're going to be talking in a, uh, NBA from this point forward. Woo-hoo! So, Regular right, season. right now, matters. <laughs> right now the Bucks are playing the Clippers. Are playing the Clippers right now. Who you got? What quarter is it, dude? What's going on? I don't know. I think it's like the f- second. Second quarter. You just want me to get my. All right. Let's see here. Kawhi. Giannis. Load management. Let's think about this. Who is the Bucks starting point guard? Not Malcolm Brogdon because he's balling out in Indiana. Derek Bledsoe healthy. Probably. Man. I don't think I've seen anything like Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe. I looked at Malcolm Brogdon's numbers today. But he could lock up. Dude is underrated. He is putting up some stats in Indiana. Brogdon. That's a funny name. Brog. Brogdon. Brogdon. You know what? Here's my take on this game. It doesn't matter who wins because they're both going to the playoffs. It doesn't matter who wins because they're both going to the playoffs. But what if they play in the playoffs? They won't. Mark my words. At freezing hot takes, or at freezing cold takes, at boiling hot takes. What do you think? Bucks and Clippers won't play in the playoffs. How many people would watch the finals if it was Bucks and Clippers? 
I think a lot because you really want to see who wins at that point. I think uh, once you're once like you're three I games in, you're kind of sleep right now, dude. Because I think that's a very good possibility. It won't happen. I mean, I think that it's a good. I don't think that if I'm, they're not my picks, but I'd say the Bucks have a pretty good chance of going to the championship, and I say the Clippers have a pretty good chance of going to the championship. But not both of them at the same time. <laughs> Do you think the Hornets will make the playoffs? No. I think they'll start to lose more and more games as the season goes on. Who do you think? I've been, I've been, what do you I've think been, the I've Eastern Conference is going to look like? You know, that's a good question. All right, let's let's go ahead and mark down the Eastern Conference. Our three weeks in playoff predictions. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and I'll sit this here, and we'll talk about we'll go from number one to eight seed. Okay, so end of the season. Sixers absolutely making it. Do you think it's the number one seed, do you think? Yeah, I, I don't see why not. I think that Sixers are going to be one of those teams that rest a lot of people. Yeah. And they're going to be happy with probably about 55 wins because, I mean, honestly, one to three seed, they'll be happy. Yeah. Um, I think one team that feels like they have something to prove that – because you always see a team like, you know, like the Hawks or the Raptors end up with the number one seed because they feel like they have something to prove, and I think that's Boston. I think Boston will be the number one seed. Okay. So – Celtics. I like the Celtics as the three seed, so I'm going to put that down on my side. Um, I think you're right on that have something to prove mentality. I just don't think that they'll get there fully. Um, number two seed. I'm not thinking Milwaukee's kind of like Boston. They feel like they have something to prove. I think they're going to have a really good regular season. I don't know if they're going to have a good playoff run, but I think they'll be around that 59-ish, 60-ish wins for that second seed, and I think Philly will be right behind them. But I All think right. Philly will be resting a lot of guys, like especially towards the end of the season, and they could care less if they're a one to four seed. So here's my take on the number two seed, and you, I don't know how you'll feel about this. I'm going to take the Nets at number two. I feel like they're going to really me- they're going to mesh it all together and it's going to start to come together, and they're going to start winning some serious games. The Nets were actually my pick for the, uh, fourth, the, the, the fourth seed. Who was your third seed? Sixers. Sixers, yeah. So I mean, Nets at four. Right there. I think Nets are a good 50-win team. Like, it really depends. I'm going to take the Bucks at four. It really depends on who's healthy. Yeah. It really depends how that team ends up meshing in the long haul. But the amount of three-point shooting they have, I don't see. I think it's going to be just like the Celtics with Kyrie last year, as far as personnel and as far as making the playoffs. You know, top three seed, they'll probably disappoint you in the playoffs, but yeah. they are who they are. You know, uh, fifth seed. Ooh, actually, I'll take that back. I'm gonna have the Pacers as the fourth seed after Oladipo and Miles Turner are back, and I'll have Nets as the fifth seed. Pacers were gonna be my uh, fifth. Because I feel like the Pacers, when Oladipo and Miles Turner gets back, they are probably going to be one of the sleeper teams. I really like that squad that they have set up, and I think it'll be good. Um, Next, at the sixth seed, I'm going to take Miami. And I think it's kind of early in the season, but that's that's my wild card. Um, 
But if they continue to produce the way that they've been producing with these like out-of-nowhere draft picks, I think absolutely Miami will make it in. I'm going to go Detroit. That's who I would have had next. I think Detroit's about mid-tier. You know, they'll, yeah, because I feel like this is going to be a year where you could have 37 wins and be the seventh seed in the East, you know, 36, 37 wins. I mean, look at, look at what they're able to do without uh, Blake Griffin. Like, um, what's his name? Drummond is a 20 20 machine. He could put up 20 points, 20 rebounds easy any night. You know, I'm going to take. I feel like go ahead throw Toronto because I okay. I just think they're gonna make the playoffs. I think they're good enough to make the playoffs because uh, I feel like Toronto is either gonna be a top three seed or they're gonna be like eight. I think it's like gonna be eight, that or the other. Raptors are my last uh, in the Eastern Conference. So I have one more seed left. Yeah. You don't have the Heat up there. That's uh, where we differentiate right now. After I saw that Heat game where they just got obliterated, I think it was just. Lightning in a bottle. It was. Uh, <laughs> I think we were just seeing a good streak of games. Because I mean, if you really look at that team, I believe in Jimmy Butler. I that dude in, is a leader. I believe in Jimmy Butler too, but Jimmy Butler. I. Don't, I say it's going to be down to three teams for that eight seed, and it's all going to be really close. It's going to be Atlanta, Miami. And honestly, out of all the bottom tier teams, just because I've seen them play, in I the didn't even look at Chicago. Game, I think Charlotte. All right. Because I, because you know, if Devonte Graham is good, holy, like he really is. He's 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 really good. And I, like for instance, Terry Rozier, I think after he completely meshes with the team, he'll be a twenty and five guy. Um. And, you know, everybody on that team is very unselfish. It's a, one of them situations where it's just ball movement, three-point shooting. Yeah. Letting the young players play. I think it'll be around that 9, 8, 10. You know, but I think it'll be up between those three teams. Do you want to do the Western Conference while we're here? Yeah, number one seed, i say by the end of the season, will probably be Denver. Just because. <laughs> you hate to hate Denver. Or you love to hate Denver is what I meant. I just think that they're a regular season team. And I think they're going to win a lot of games this season because they're not going to rest a lot of players. Yeah. I think the Lakers are going to rest LeBron and AD. I think the Clippers are going to rest uh, Kawhi. They'll absolutely rest Kawhi. That's why I think uh, I'm going to take the Lakers as that two seed and then the Clippers as that three seed. But they'll be very close as far as wins. All right, let me go ahead and do my uh, top three real quick. So, for my first seed, um, I want to kind of look towards the bottom of the map and see what we got. Let's see. Um, yeah, I'm going to take, take the Clippers, number one, because I think they'll string enough just enough wins to keep it there. You know what I mean? There's a light flickering in the room that's really taking my train of thought. Uh, number two, I'm going to take the Lakers because I feel like they're that team that feels like they have something to prove regardless of load management. And, um, so I really think that they'll try to put up some wins for sure. And then third, yeah, for sure. Nuggets. I think for my fourth, even though it's starting out kind of ish, I think Houston 
because they're they're a regular season team. I think the top four seeds in the West are all going to be around that sixty win mark. Yeah. Like I see Houston, Clippers, Denver, and LA all being around sixty wins. Honestly, I like the Jazz at four. I think that they have the pieces. They just need to learn how to use them all efficiently. I'd say my number five team. I'm going to take. I'll take Utah. No, 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 no. I'll take Spurs. I have Spurs as my five team. Spurs. Spurs are going to play a lot better than people. Like I think Spurs are going to be a lot better than people think they're going to be. And I'll have my six as Utah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take the uh, the Rockets next, and then I'm going to take the Mavericks. And I may be a little bit biased here, but I really like what they're able to put together. To yeah. And then eight, I'll have the uh, the Spurs. At number eight, I'm having Golden State. Dang, I forgot about them. I think that whole situation is entirely dependent on when Curry and Clay get back. Yeah, and if they come back when they're scheduled to, I think easy eight seed, and they could if if the Nuggets end up as a number one seed, like I said, they're going to be the Nuggets in the first round. I don't know about that. Th- it all just it all comes down to health, and only time if will they tell. Do come back. And they do make it as an eight seed. You will have Steph, you will have Clay, and you will have Draymond. That's who. Draymond's kind of washed now. I wouldn't say that. I'd just say that he's a system player, and right now he's not in the system because it's a G League team. <laughs> that's fair. All right. Uh, so that's that's our takes this early in the season for the playoff picture. We'll come back to it as uh, time goes on and see how that that picture evolves. You know what, Chris? What, John? Tell the audience about yourself. What kind of guy are you? What do you just be doing? What do you wake <laughs> up and do? Uh, I wake up. I go to class. I go to work. I come here. I film a podcast. I feel you, dude. <laughs> so, for, when I wake up in the morning, I just lay there for a minute. <laughs> try to comprehend what time it is. Look at my schedule. See if I work or not. My mood completely depends on if I work or not. I get up, I go check on the guinea pigs. John has three guinea pigs, by the way. Arthur and Hosea. I had a plan. I have a plan. <laughs> John Marston was not part of that plan. John Marston. He does it so much better. Oh, no. All right, I got four more things for us to talk about. That's a great thing to say on a podcast i got four more things before we hop off i'm just saying i have four more things scheduled we can talk about more things is the league back to 2012 what's that even mean this is this is How hold on were you in 2012 chris 12 calm down this is oh going God. this is going back to some analytics I was, wait, how old are you 20 19 going on 20 so i was 14 what's up the Warriors suck again. The Pelicans have a potential superstar rookie. The Mavs have an all-star European big man. And the Heat have the best record in the league. Are we back to 2012? You know the world was supposed to end in 2012? <laughs> God, I wish it did. Because <laughs> think about that. If the world ended in 2012, you have the Saints and Mavericks winning a championship, and that's the last championship for our leagues. That's all we needed. That was all we needed. If the world ends, who would be the last team to win a championship? 
right now? Like if a if a team goes with one, and then the world ends. Any team, any sport. Oh gosh, the Lions. Yeah. It's got to be the Lions. I don't know, bro. The Bobcats. <laughs> <laughs> the Hornets changed their name back to the Bobcats. The Hornets <laughs> move from Charlotte to, to Seattle. <laughs> Bobcats are back in Charlotte. Gerald Wallace comes out of retirement. Wins the Bobcats championship. Al Jefferson comes back. You didn't get to see this, but the Bobcats had one of the rawest teams of all time. Bro, think about this. They had big boy Raymond Felton. (laughs) I know Raymond Felton. They had Jason Richardson. Okay. No, 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 no. This was Jason Richardson was before. They had no, no. They had Big Steak Ray Raymond Felton. They had Steven Jackson. Okay. They had Gerald Wallace. Okay. They had Emeka Okafor <laughs> and Tyson Chandler. That whole team Dang. would beat the shit out of you. <laughs> that whole team, it's like kind of like having five J.R. Smiths in the starting lineup. If you were at Waffle House at 1130 and that squad rolled up, you would ask for your check. That, that was the most Charlotte team I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Jackson is a Charlotte legend. Yeah. That dude. Ooh, shout out to Stephen Jackson. Wow. Oh man. You know what's the? You know what was the funniest NBA thing I've ever seen? What? Joe Johnson in the three point contest at All Star Weekend like five years ago. You know he only finished like three racks because his jump shot is so slow. <laughs> That's funny. I had this joke where like three years after the All Star weekend, I like I think I was talking to Zach and I looked down and I said, Legend says Joe Johnson is still finishing his three point. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, funny. Man. Joe Johnson. He's back in the NBA. Has no, he he's not. He got he got cut again. He got cut oh, by man. Detroit. All in for the big three. He was. What's the big three? You're playing with a bunch of forty year old men. <laughs> You're playing with dudes that wish they were in the league. Playing with people with hemorrhoids. All right, if you're the Suns, do you trade DeAndre Ayton? If well, I mean, think about it, bro. The Suns want to be. The Suns want a Steve Nash player so bad. <laughs> the Suns want to relive That's the glory days. They got Ricky Rubio because they were like, hmm, Steve Nash. Steve Nash was from Canada. White, right? long hair. Steve Nash was Canada. Yeah. Right? Where's Ricky? Ricky Spain. Spain, right? Ricky Rubio is kind of underappreciated to me. He plays some good defense. He's a good glue guy. Yeah. He played for Utah last year, right? He did. Yeah. I mean, it looked better with Ricky Rubio. He wasn't. He wasn't traded. He signed with Phoenix. You sure and he wasn't part of that three-team trade? He was a free agent. You sure about that? Yes. I, I, Try me. Try me on it. I dare you. Sure Try me on it. I think he was part of that three-team trade. All right, bet. Let's look it up. I was right on Lamar Jackson. I'll be right on this too. Hey guys. What's going on out there? <laughs> Cut it up, John. Cut it up. Cut it up. Yeah. If at any point in the podcast you wanted to click off but stayed, you're a real one. If you stayed this far in the podcast, I have serious concerns about you. <laughs> concerns and appreciation all at the same time. You know, if there's anyone out there that just wants to be an intern that works for us for free and edits all of our stuff for free, I'll give you a hug. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But it yeah, funny. you did. Can you look this up so I can stop talking? <laughs>
Yeah, uh, he was traded to Utah, but he signed with the uh, Suns in the offseason. He was traded to Utah. For a first-round pick in 2018. So we're both right. No. He was traded from the Timberwolves to the Jazz. What's Eli Manning doing these days? Eli Manning is on the bench, but we're not going to talk about Eli Manning. We're going to stay here because you're 0 for 2 currently on testing me. But the series is out of 7. <laughs> All right, but uh, next question. Hit me. If the Lake Show is in their prime, do they go 72 and 0? 